about the drive before, Frank. I want to know what we got on this bus. Migrant workers, Frank. They came to pick the lettuce crop. Did you give them permission to bleed, Frank? Did they fill in their pain forms? I've ordered you not to wear dresses. Uh, not till I get a psycho discharge, sir. Over my dead body. Whatever you say, sir. I'm not interested in mock heroism. Keep quiet, Frank. We won't let you keep the deposit on the specimen bottles. Right now, my manservant Trapper is mixing me a martini. Whatever it is, I love it. Recruiting office got their money's worth out of this guy. Hey, MASH fans, time for another episode of the MASH 4077 Podcast. I'm one of your co-hosts, Kenny, and joining me are my good buddies, Al. Hi, everybody. And Simon. A gentleman. Today, we're discussing Season 3, Episode 12, A Full Rich Day. It's the 60th episode overall. It was directed by Gene Reynolds, written by John D. Hess. Production code is B. 311, and the original air date is December 3rd, 1974. Dear Dad, something new has been added. A tape recorder. One of our guys stole it from the Tokyo PX. He gave it to a nurse as a carnal bribe. And then she gave it to Father Mulcahy in a gin-induced fit of remorse. Father Mulcahy gave it to me because he didn't want anybody to think he was taping confessions. Our program originates from the swamp, which is the subject of a picture spread in next month's toilet and garden. Not five feet away from me, I see Trapper John McIntyre cutting his toenails. He sells them to the tourists as war souvenirs. Say hello, Trapper. Hello, Trapper. Isn't he clever? So, plot summary for this episode, Hawkeye records a letter to his dad telling him about the day. A Turkish soldier refuses to be treated because he wants to get back to the front. Another soldier wants his sergeant to be treated first and won't take no for an answer. A soldier from Luxembourg is misplaced. I need some help. I believe a salute is in order, Lieutenant. Uh, here's a salute for you, sir. What's your outfit, buddy? I'd appreciate some help right now. I asked your outfit. My sergeant, Sergeant Bryant, is in the back of the jeep. He's badly hurt. I want you to take care of him immediately. Look, Lieutenant, I know how difficult this war is. It probably seems even worse to you people at the front. Now, your Sergeant Bryan will be processed and taken care of in due course. Now. Sir, that's one of those new guns can shoot 30 corporals a second. I make the medical decisions around here, Lieutenant. Decide. Are you threatening me with that thing? Yes, sir. Corporal. Sir? You're a witness. I sure wish I could go and report it, sir. Well, you just stay right here and keep an eye on this man. I think Colonel Blake will have a little something to say about all this. And we had quite a few awesome guest stars on this episode. We had William Watson playing Lieutenant Smith. Ah, William. Well, he's dead now, but before he popped off the stage, he appeared in a good 42 titles, including Chips, Magnum P.I., the original Hawaii Five-O, and Gunsmoke. And, of course, we have the wonderful Jamie Farr returning as Corporal Maxwell Q. Klinger. 
Kurt Lewins plays Colonel Blanche. Born in 1925 in Allenstein, he's still going strong and his tally so far is 117 credits on IMDb. Mainly known for playing Germans, Kurt appeared in such titles as Angels and Demons, Babylon 5, Dynasty V, Galactica 1980 to name but a few. And Michael Keller played Lieutenant Henri Baptiste Leclerc. Including MASH, Michael has just five credits on IMDb, and two of those were Elvis movies. <laughs> Go figure. Thank you very much. Thank you. If anyone would like to hire me, I'm currently doing Elvis 76 impersonations. <laughs> <laughs> and we have the wonderful Kelly Nakahara returning as Lieutenant Kelly Yamato. Uh, Sili Mulad uh, plays a Turkish soldier with the knife. There are nine titles for Siri, including Apple. Uh, he appeared in two episodes of MASH, this being his first. You have no idea, Dad, what a calming effect Frank Burns has in pre-op. Not unlike Dracula showing up at a blood bank. Fortunately, we can, in times of stress, always rely on Henry Blake's cool eloquence. This is Will you hold your bladder, Frank? I tell you, he threatened me with a gun. It probably had no water in it, Frank. Is this the crazy Turk? Yeah, give him half a grain of morphine, sir. Will you never mind about the crazy Turk? There's a crazy American out there. Sorry, Frank, this is the crazy Turk hospital. The crazy American hospital's on the other side of town. Get him on the table, will you? You just didn't read the guy right or something, Frank. I mean, nobody walks in and sticks up a mass unit at gunpoint. Bring him in. Colonel. Who's the head man here? Um, he is. You rank his chicken lover? Well, uh, I'm, the, I'm the senior officer. Sir, my name is Smith. This is Sergeant Bryan. He's one of the finest men alive. And we're going to keep him alive, right? And he's going to get top priority, right? Now, look here, Lieutenant. Uh, uh, Smith. That's right. The first thing you're going to do, Smith, is put that gun down. Guns have a way of going off, which is usually followed by parts of the body breaking away. Why don't Lieutenant Smith and I have a talk outside? Okay. Oh, no. Not those Meanwhile, ones. your friend will be looked at by Colonel Blake and Major Chicken Lover. Let's go, shall we? All right, so I'm going to start us off with this episode. I actually enjoyed this episode. It was a, a, a Dear Dad audio episode, which I yeah. thought was kind of bizarre. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not officially called Dear Dad, and it's not one of their official Dear Dad, you know, because they said they have like three of those. But this is definitely a Dear Dad episode. Um, Frank being an ass again, just, <laughs> oh, so frustrating watching him. Um, it's, it's just hard. It's hard for me to, this, this episode frustrated me a lot just because we had, uh, Smith or Smitty yeah. who was, you know, being the bully with the gun and demanding they do this. And I'm like, oh, I, and I know you know this Al, but there's no way he, he'd been taken down by the MP. Oh yeah. I mean, you don't walk into a hospital a mash unit and demand that your, you know, your captain or colonel, whoever he was, you know, get seen now and putting gun at people. And, oh, I just, it was so annoying to me. I, I, I really disliked that entire storyline because it was just so annoying and it was so far-fetched and I just couldn't believe, you know, they would allow that, that that would actually happen. Um, the whole crazy Turk, that was, that was humorous and funny. And I said, what do you got there? A sandwich case, major. You want him back up or belly up? No, 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 Turkey soldier, sir. I'm pretty nuts, but this guy could open a crazy school. Why wasn't this man sedated? He 
was, sir. They pumped the whole drugstore into his arm. He's got a busted shoulder and a fanny full of lead, but these Turks, they won't leave their buddies for nothing. Right. Major, you want to take away that knife of his? I'm not interested in mock heroism. I'll settle for the real thing, sir. Well, get him to pre-op. They'll sedate him. You know, I mean, I don't know why they just didn't let him go. If he doesn't want to be helped, then... Supposedly, he had shrapnel in his butt, and his shoulder was dislocated. Um, but he seemed to move really quickly. <sighs> yeah. Sit down and have no problem. But yeah, I mean, I just... This episode, even though I mean, it was enjoyable, and I did like the whole Dear Dad when he was talking on the mic, and he's going over to everybody and having him say something. You know, hello, hello, say say hi, Trapper, and he says hi, Trapper. Say hello, Trapper. Hello, Trapper. Which is so original, but um, I did enjoy that aspect of it. It's just the whole Smitty, you know, gun to the head. It just yeah. bothered me. It just really bothered me. So, what do you think, Al? I I agree with you. It was an, an okay episode in in the fact that it's Mash, but. Um, it's not an episode that I would watch over and over again. The um, Lieutenant Smith, you know, Smitty, uh, he was very annoying. He, he, I just found him annoying. He did kind of physically reminded me of Steve McQueen. He kind of had that look about, and that's probably why he got mm. the role. But um, he, you're right, Kenny. Yeah. He was just a, he was just a garbage character. I didn't like him. I understand what they were, and I appreciate what they were trying to do with him, you know, showing the dedication that he had to his sergeant, because his sergeant was a great soldier and all that good stuff. But uh, I just didn't appreciate how the episode uh, unfolded. And that Turk, you know, oh my gosh, that, that, that thing annoyed me, too. <laughs> you know, he, he runs away, and he's hiding in the kitchen behind a conveniently placed head of lettuce. Head of lettuce, you know? yeah. That you can't see yeah, and, and he cuts it in half to prove his point. It's like, okay, now uh, I'm scared. <laughs> you can cut lettuce. Whoa. <laughs> you and Guy Fieri. Woo. Um, but uh, throughout, throughout that whole scene in the kitchen, I don't know if you guys noticed, but uh, for a guy with a broken, messed up shoulder, and if you if you were paying attention to the, uh, I, I believe they had his uh, x-ray, his shoulder looked pretty screwed up. He was moving that arm around really, really mm. well. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it looked bruised at least. At least they got that right because it, it definitely looked black and blue. <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. It's just, <laughs> but yeah, yeah it, it bo- yeah that bothered me as well. Yeah, not one of my uh, all time favorite. I hated. You know, you, you get you get kind of a feeling of of how you're going to feel about this episode right from the beginning when they open it up with a close up of Trapper cutting his toenails. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> nothing says nothing says quality entertainment like a man cutting his toenails. Mm. <laughs> oh, but yeah, I, I just didn't appreciate it that much. Nah. Yeah. How about you, Mads? Are you with us? Or did you actually like this one? I like this one. <laughs> of course you did. <laughs> yeah. um, it's funny because the first the first line on my notes says "toenail cutting, stupid scissors." Um, <laughs> I, I, just, I don't. I just can't stand those kind of scissors. You know, I, give me the ones that just clip away. I quite like that. Uh, it is, in essence, you know, it's another Dear Dad episode, this one. Um, it's nice to see several other doctors in white coats running around. Uh, Frank saying Mayday when Henry gets hit by the needle for, uh, for the Turk. Just give me the... Oh, God! Mayday! Mayday! 99, 98, 97. It just had me in hysterics. I love that scene. <laughs> Um, there is a bit of a classic comedy moment where the Luxembourg soldier comes walking out and stands next mm-hmm. to the guy even though everyone thinks he's dead. And, you know, for uh, some reason, that reminded me of the Pink Panther movie. Yes, with Herbert Lom. Right, right. 
Yeah, 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 absolutely. Um, some fantastic Jeep driving um, by the Turkish fella with one arm, one hand. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. Because, he re- I mean, them, them things are hard to, well, they're, they're quite hard to drive. And he's spinning that wheel round and going at a good pelt. Uh, I, I, yeah, I, I, I just found it quite an enjoyable episode. You know, I didn't really look too much into it all. Uh, I quite like the fact that the turkeys, you know, he's so obsessed with getting back to the front line. And, yeah, the bit with the lettuce, you know, chopping out is a bit stupid when Hawkeye just making words up as if he's, as if that's going to calm him down. <laughs> uh, and, getting, and, and him wearing Radar's clothes, which quite clearly wouldn't fit him because Radar's about, well, you know, he's four foot two in or something. And, and this guy was quite a big, big fella. Um, but yeah, compared to the, the last episode I, I watched, um, this one was a, a hell of a lot better. Um, would I would I happily put it back on again straight away? Probably not, but I wouldn't be averse to watching it again. And you didn't mind the whole Smith character? Well, you know what the thing is is that there's I, I I totally understand what you're saying, and I do actually agree with that. He is very annoying, and, and of course that wouldn't happen. Yeah, and you you're perfectly right. An MP as soon as you see somebody pointing a gun at a doctor or anybody on a camp is going to get arrested or even possibly <laughs> even shot. Um, so I, I do I totally agree where that coming from. But there's from from a writing point of view, that's just saying that how much this guy cares for his his comrade and he wants to, for him to be seen first. And it also, of course, adds um, the the really good scene with Hawkeye explaining to him that they have a different show going on here, where they have you know they have to prioritize people coming in. Uh, look, Smitty, I'm going to have to go serious on you about this thing, okay? Yes, sir. We have a different perspective on the war as a whole, and I think it's possible for you. To a line officer with 30 or 40 guys' lives depending on them, and with your life depending on them. The war is not some big geopolitical conflict between nations and ideologies. It's not just China and America sticking their tongues out at each other. To you, it's there's maybe 30 or 40 guys in that high grass over there trying to kill me and my 30 or 40 guys. It's, it's that concentrated. To you, that's the entire war. I guess that's right. But it's something else in our little heaven. To us, the war is trying very hard to control chaos. We're up to our bottoms and other people's bottoms here. We can't afford the same kind of fierce personal loyalties that you and Sergeant Brian feel for each other. Can you understand that? I sure can. It's the size of the wound. Who's bleeding the most buckets that we give priority to? It's the only place I know where being the worst makes you the best. Yeah. I sure can see what you mean. I thought you would. Now get back in there for Sergeant Brian, or else. Understand? Perfectly. Yeah, I think it just gives that nice explanation from Hawkeye. Uh, I did like the character, of course, and but I did think it was quite a nice thing where suddenly, as I think it's Trapper having a go at him, this guy, Smitty, suddenly collapses. You know, and, yeah. and, and that was quite a nice thing. He's, he's been holding himself up and keeping going all this long just so his friend can get seen. And at the end of the day, would you do the same thing? You know, if one of my best mates has been shot, I, I'll do anything to make sure he's going to get seen because you, your rational goes out the window at the end of the day. That's what sort of fighting alongside your, your friends is all about. You, know, you want the best for them, you want to look after them, and you'll do anything for them, even if you're going to have to bully someone or threaten someone. You know, all rational goes out the window. Um, so I, I kind of look at it from that point, but I, you know, I, I do agree with you on the fact he wouldn't even get that far. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I understand why he did it, and, and it's admirable, and, and you're right. That's, I mean, I'm sure they do that all the time, that you're going to make sure you want the best for your, for your you know, 
for your friends or your commander. Or, yeah. I just, I don't know. It's just something, he just rubbed me the wrong way and it kind of just, it soured the whole episode for me with mm-hmm. that character, unfortunately. Uh, it's definitely not one I can watch over and over again, but yeah. uh, definitely had good points. I mean, you definitely brought up some really good points and I, you know, it's not a horrible episode. It's definitely not on my bottom list, yeah. but, you know. Lieutenant Colonel Blake, I am Colonel Blanche. Commander of the Luxembourg contingent of the UN forces in Korea. Well, this is a privilege. I've met many of our allies over here, sir, but you're the first, uh, um, Luxemburger. <laughs> One of my men, Lieutenant Henri Baptiste Leclerc, he was wounded and brought to your unit today. Well, I'm sure he's getting the very best care we can give him, Colonel. Yes, uh, sir. Hmm? That won't be necessary. Of course it's necessary. What are you talking about? Lieutenant Leclerc sort of, um, died, sir. Oh? Oh, I'm sorry. Those are the fortunes of war. Are you dead sure, Radar? I mean... Well, we think that he more or less had passed on when he was brought in on the bus, sir. You will understand, Colonel Blake, that it is of the utmost importance to our small nation that I recover the body for appropriate military honors. Yes, sir. We'll have that body for you before you can say Jacques Robinson. Radar? Well, now, sir, the thing is that we've sort of uh, misplaced him, sir. Lost him, you might say. We've lost him? And that, sir, is not at all one of the fortunes of war. I will not leave here without him. I'll have the place turned upside down, sir. I'll find him, I promise. Yes, sir. There'll be no not finding him. Clear? He'll find him. We lose him all the time. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and move on to some behind the scenes. I will start us off. Fred W. Berger and Stanford Tischler won an ACE Eddie Award for this episode. Uh, ACE actually stands for American Cinema Editors. Yeah. Uh, throughout the entire 11-year run of the series, a laugh track was almost never used in any of the operating room scenes. The one and only exception appears in this episode when Colonel Blake is stabbed by an anaesthetic needle and falls asleep, counting backwards. Uh, I wouldn't know that because I turn off any laughter track. I'm I am but... with you there. I wouldn't know that either. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, no, I didn't laugh because that's not there. <laughs> When Lieutenant Smith points an M1 carbine at Major Burns, Radar informs Burns that it's the new carbine that just came out. Now, the M1 and its variants were all introduced before the end of World War II. Oh. Hmm. Hmm. (laughs) Well, we have Hawkeye says that Trapper had the bolt in his neck tightened yesterday, which is obviously a reference to Frankenstein 1931. Uh, Margaret does not appear in this episode. Come on, Lieutenant. I can't see anything. Lap sponge. Lap sponge. Rats. Watch it, Frank. What did he do? Nothing! Hmm. No sweat, Lieutenant. That's what he usually does around here. No slip-ups, understand? Hey, look, pal. It's hard enough playing cat's cradle with someone's guts. You don't make it any easier standing there with that coffee grinder. This isn't the old West, you know. Just keep working. Boy, you guys at the front, you think you own the war. Well, it's not easy back here, you know. The noise, the pressure. I'd like to see how tough you'd be if you didn't have to be so brave. 
Hey, Frank, hmm? you're sucking around for a blast of friendly gunfire. All right, it's time for some trivia, and I think Al has this one for us. Yes, I do. Now, Harry Morgan, before he became Colonel Potter, played a crazy by-the-book general. The question is, what song did he sing at Hawkeye's court-martial? It's a very memorable scene. Yeah, do you guys know? Goliath episode. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. it was. (laughs) You can go ahead and send your answers to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Hey, look, pal. It's been a well-rounded day of insanity to which your contribution is no longer welcome. So you can knock off the heroics and drop the fouling piece. And I'd lay off watching those movies where the hero always says, Hey, take my buddy first. He's hurt worse than me, Doc, right? Wrong. Just chest and shoulder. Recruiting office got their money's worth out of this guy. Let's prep him. Then you can remove my foot from my mouth. It's about a size 12 ectomy. Corman! All right, you can find MASH 4077 all over the internet. You can find us at Facebook, www.facebook.com slash MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow us on Twitter at MASH 4077 podcast. And you can follow me at Hawkeye Mids. You can find me, Kenny, at Geeky Fanboy. And I am at Tales Podcast. And we have a website and you can find that at www.mash4077podcast.com. We have a blog. You can find that at www.mash4077podcast.blogspot.com. And if you ever find yourself wanting to give us an email, you can send those to mash4077podcast at gmail.com. Why not come along and spend some of your hard-earned money at our MASH online store? And that's at www.zazzle.com slash mash4077podcast. And you can hear the MASH 4077 podcast on Stitcher Smart Radio. Stitcher allows you to listen to your favorite shows directly from your smart devices, on demand and on the go. Don't have Stitcher? Download it for free today at stitcher.com or in your app store and search for MASH 4077 podcast. All right, so uh, two thumbs down, but one thumbs up. So it's not... Yeah, you know, and my I guess my thumb is kind of sideways. I didn't think, I didn't think it was horrible, horrible, and and Ned's kind of dragged me over a little bit to the more center. <laughs> but uh, you know, all in all, it was a, it was a decent episode. Yeah. So I am Kenny. I'm Simon. And I'm Ford Lincoln Mercury. <laughs> okay, then we'll be seeing you. <laughs> this is almost all run out, Dad. So uh, before it's over, I thought you might like to hear from some of the guys here. Trapper, you want to say hello to my dad? Hello, Dad. Your son's no good. <laughs> Thank you, Trapper. This is my other bunkie, Dad, Frank Burns. Oh, I know. And then that thing squirts water in my face. That's Frank Burns, Dad, all over. Radar, would you like to uh, snore something for my father? Thank you, Radar O'Reilly. And the ever-lovely Henry Blake. Uh, Mr. Pierce, sir, I'd be mighty grateful if you'd call my wife, Lorraine Blake, in Bloomington, Illinois. Thank you, Henry. And ask her to send some new shorts. Okay. Well, it's, uh, it's just about all over, Dad. Goodbye. And, uh, hope I see you soon.
My name is Al. And I'm Joyce. And we're, we're huge, huge Disneyland, Disneyland fans. fans. In fact, we love the Disneyland Resort so much, we host a podcast dedicated to the happiest place on earth to share that passion with others. That's right. On our show, Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast, we share current resort news, some tips and tricks we've learned over the years to help make your Disneyland Resort vacation the most magical experience ever. We uncover little-known and often-overlooked gems we like to call hidden treasures and even review the attractions and places to eat that make the Disneyland Resort so much fun. And if that wasn't enough, we even share some video episodes to help keep you in that Disney magic state of mind. If you're a longtime fan of the Disneyland Resort or you've just recently discovered the magic, this podcast is for you. You can find Tales from the Mouse House Disneyland Podcast at www.talescast.com and in iTunes. And remember, make, make it, it a Mickey, Mickey day. day. So, Ghost Infected Frank, he passed it on to the other guys and I got it from his corpse? Right. Hello, Echo. How are you feeling? Did I fall asleep? For a little while. Previously on Heroes. You had to go and be the detective, didn't you, man? I'm not an aggressive person, but... Ugh, man, there's just way too much on all I these like channels. Things, but only in-game. Everybody lives, Rose. Just this one! In your dreams, loaf. Bite my shiny metal hat. Sometimes I get, I get vision. Walter, what are you doing? What you learn? I wish there was some way to find out what's really worth watching. There is. What? Who? What was that? Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the viewer's guide to genre television. Where is that coming from? With its spoiler-free quick reviews and water cooler and the spoiler-filled in-depth back porch discussions, Tuning into Sci-Fi TV is the only resource fans need to know what's on, what's good, and what's coming soon in science fiction and fantasy television. How did you get into my house? Join Kevin, Wendy, and Brent each week for the latest in genre television. I'm calling the police. Uh, you can find Tuning Into Sci-Fi TV at TuningIntoSciFiTV.com. No, seriously. How did you get into my house? Hey there, MASH fans, this is Meds. Now, as you know, both myself, Al and Kenny have our own individual podcasts, and mine is called Waffle On Podcast, and we talk about classic television programmes and films from around the world. So if you think that's your cup of tea, or cup of coffee, whichever you like, then come over to iTunes and type in Waffle On Podcast. Or, of course, you can go to our main site, which is at Podbean, so just type in waffleon.podbean.com. We would be honoured if you join us. a scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the Newcomers Podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. 
Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com. MASH 4077 Podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a Creative Commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license. All rights reserved. When Lieutenant Smith points an M1 carbine at Major Burns, Radar informs Burns that it is... Uh, We have Hawkeye says that Trapper had the bolt in his neck. (laughs) Now Harry Morgan, before he... And we have the wonderful Kelly Nakamoha. And we have the wonderful Nakamakahuahaka. Oh, that's right. You are part Hawaiian. Makalakahuka haka. Lakanuki.